Welcome to today's episode of the Pigskin Pulpit. I'm your host, the Sideline Statsman, and today I've got a very special episode for you guys. Today, we're talking about the old decade team. No, not the one that's going to be revealed in a few weeks. I'm talking about the one right now. The predictions. Yes, I'm giving the predictions for the old decade team of the 2010s. That means from the 2010 NFL season to the 2019 NFL season. From when the Packers won the Super Bowl back in Super Bowl 45, all the way to the Super Bowl now. It's up to that point. And it's going to be very hard. So I'm going to break it down by the finalist players that I've come to and telling you who's going to be on this list and who deserves to be on this list. So we have to build a team here. This is how we're going to have to set it up. You can only pick one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a fullback, a tight end, two offensive guards, two offensive tackles, a center. And then for the defense, you have to do two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, two edge defenders, two linebackers, two corners, two safeties. And then on special teams, one kicker, one punter, one punt returner, one kick returner. It's going to be interesting to try to break this down, but I'm going to put it in the best way I can. So let's start with the offense, because in these games, a high-powered offense is all you need to get you into contention. So let's start with what you're supposed to build your team around. The first thing you do. You first off build your team with an offensive line to protect the quarterback. That's always how you start. So I'll start by breaking down the offensive lineman. So, let's look at the offensive tackles real quick. There's only two men in my eyes who fit these roles. And here they are. First one to make my list is Joe Thomas from the Cleveland Browns. Although retired now, he is a seven-time Pro Bowler with five first-team All-Pro votes in the 2010s. He was an example of strength and consistency and was always in good health. He had one of the longest consecutive start streaks in the NFL's history. He was one-of-a-kind, nothing like him. He's a Hall of Fame lock. Even if his career did end short, he's a lock to be in the Hall of Fame in Canton. He should be. But the thing with Joe Thomas is what made him so different was his ability to lead. And usually offensive linemen don't lead a team. He was one of those focal figures who really took charge of the offense when it needed when it needed to happen. He also made reads of situations on the defensive line and in deeper parts of the field. That's who he was, and that's who he still is. If he wanted to play again, I'm sure he could. But hey, he's retired now, and I'm happy for him. But either way, there's no way you can't put him on this list. Welcome to the all-decade team, Joe Thomas. 
The other person I'm going to give this to is Tyron Smith, offensive tackle, Dallas Cowboys. Seven-time Pro Bowler with two All-Pro votes. First team in the 2010s. Why did I put Tyron Smith here? I feel like Tyron's, there aren't a lot of offensive tackles that really go out there and really define what is supposed to be protection and reliability among linemen. It doesn't matter if you give up a lot of good, if you have a lot of good plays and you have a lot of bad plays. If you can consistently have the same performance every time without falling apart, that's reliable. Tyron Smith is strong, and he's reliable to the point where you can trust him to hold the defensive lineman back long enough to get the ball out. And this goes for his past quarterbacks in Tony Romo and Dak Prescott. He's a good player, a great offensive tackle, and the best of the decade. So welcome to the all-decade team, Tyron Smith. Now we've got our tackles. Let's move on to the offensive guards here. Only two people in my eyes once again fit this role. Let's start with the one, the only, Marshall Yonda, offensive guard, Baltimore Ravens. Throughout the 2010s, he has eight Pro Bowl votes with two first-team All-Pros to his name and one Super Bowl back in Super Bowl 47 when they beat, when the Ravens beat the 49ers and a Kaepernick led group. Marshall Yonda is different. He's also a Hall of Famer. He he's just been different this entire decade. There's nothing, there's no word wait words to explain it. He's just showed something usually that's unique among players. He um his ability to really shut down the inside lineman is insane. His pass protection, great, and he's great at opening up holes for running backs. That's why people like Ray Rice, Javorius Allen, and now Mark Ingram can succeed in that backfield. He helps them get to that next level and make the big runs downfield. That's why Baltimore is so consistently good the majority of the years. It's because they got great linemen up front to open up, and Marshall Yonda is the biggest example of it. So welcome to the all-decade team, Marshall Yonda. The last spot is going to another Dallas Cowboy, Zach Martin. Zach Martin has six Pro Bowls and three first-team All-Pro selections to his name in the 2010s. That alone should be telling me that he needs to be on this list. You don't see any other lineman that has that many votes on that other selections besides Yonda. So, again, it's the same thing we always see. The reason why the Cowboys always can compete is because they all they know how to draft the line and they know how to get the right pieces to help the team succeed. They always do. The problem is just the execution. It's the same way with a lot of teams. The Browns had the talent they had this year. But because they couldn't execute on it properly, they didn't make the playoffs and didn't and finish 6-10. and 10. 
That's the point. But again, that doesn't doubt the talent here. Zach Martin is an amazing talent. He's a lot like his counterpart at the tackle position who was also on this list, Tyron Smith. They are the one-two punch on this offensive line, and you can't separate that. You really can't. So, of course, I'm going to put him on here. Welcome to the all-decade team of the 2010s, Zach Martin. Which leaves us as one more spot. You can only pick one center to snap the ball and have great release speed to get up and engage with defensive linemen to make sure that you can protect the inside and it'll come bursting down the middle. You need to have a guy who's got both. And the only center I see on this list whose record stands up to that, maybe outside of the season, is Marquise Pouncey, center of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pouncey is an eight-time Pro Bowler with two first-team All-Pro votes in the 2010s. If there was one guy who I would want in his prime to play center for my team, it would be Marquise Pouncey. Marquise Pouncey is one of those examples of someone who can get, who off the snap can just all of a sudden launch himself up into the shoulders of the defensive tackles and get the grip he needs to hold him back for at least three seconds minimum so the quarterback has time to get that ball out. And that's why big he's been the most trusted lineman among Big Ben's linemen, among his team. He, he's a guy that's reliable and he and you could trust with, with all your marbles. You could trust him with everything. Besides this season, he has been unstoppable. It's very hard to get by a guy like that. And he's proven it time and time again. So I'm going to put him on this team. Welcome to the all-time decade team for the 2010s, Marquise Pouncey. So that finishes our offensive line. So going in order from left to right, you have Joe Thomas, Tyron Smith, Marshall Yonda, Zach Martin, and Marquise Pouncey. So now we have our offensive line. When you're building a team, what do you need next? So we have that. Now we just need the right quarterback to lead the team. As long as you have the right quarterback and a great offensive line, you're halfway there on offense. So there's only three quarterbacks we can choose here. You only pick one. So let's look at the resumes of them, and I'll tell you who I'm taking. Starting with, you know, the GOAT. The GOAT, Tom Brady. In this decade, he has had nine Pro Bowl selections. Two times he has been a first-team All-Pro. He has three Super Bowls to his name. He has won two MVPs in 2010 and 2017. And he also has two Super Bowl MVPs to his name in 2014 and 2016. That is Super Bowl... 49 and Super Bowl 51. Of course, anyone would put Tom Brady here. But let's look through the rest of the players. Next up, we have Aaron Rodgers. Seven-time Pro Bowler with two first-team All-Pro selections. One Super Bowl, which came in 2010. On top of that, Aaron Rodgers also has two MVPs from in 2011 and 2014 
and a Super Bowl MVP award, which he got when he won the Super Bowl back in 2010. The only other quarterback I could put on here and consider is Drew Brees, nine-time Pro Bowler and one-time Offensive Player of the Year back in 2011. Now, these are all very tough choices. Drew Brees has been the most dominant passer of the decade. Statistically, he has been unstoppable. He is the best quarterback, statistically, of the decade. When it comes to passing yards, touchdowns, all that, he is the quarterback of the decade. When it comes to results in getting the best records, passer ratings, that such, that is Aaron Rodgers. He has not had a losing season the entire decade. Scratch that. He's had one losing season the entire decade. And that was with Mike McCarthy last year. Besides that, he has had a winning season every year of the decade. Now, when you're talking about getting the results as in getting the championships and the rings and the recognition, that's Tom Brady. Tom Brady has not had a losing season all of the decade. In fact, since he started in the NFL. When he first got the starter role, he had not he had never had a, a losing record or a, even a tied record. He has been the most dominant quarterback not only of this decade but the previous decade. So it's only fair if I put Tom Brady on here again. Tom Brady is the quarterback of the decade. A lot of the stats points Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, but when you look at the actual results, I have to go with Tom Brady. I'm sorry. Tom Brady is the GOAT, guys. Tom Brady's the GOAT. That's It's simple as that. Aaron Rodgers probably going to be second team, but Tom Brady is the first team. He is the on the all-decade team. Congratulations, Tom Brady. You're on the all-decade team of the 2010s from the sideline statsman. So we have our quarterback, we have our offensive line. We now need a backfield to help take pressure off of that quarterback. And you can only pick two guys, and I can only consider two guys. So, first I'm going with Adrian Peterson, running back of the Minnesota Vikings, the New Orleans Saints, the Arizona Cardinals, and currently the Washington Redskins. Adrian Peterson's a four-time Pro Bowler, with two All-Pro selections, the 2012 MVP award, and he has was voted Offensive Player of the Year back in 2012 as well for nearly breaking Eric Dickerson's single-season rushing yards record. Adrian Peterson, early in the decade, first half, he was considered the best running back in the entire league, widely regarded as such. Second half, not so much. Went through a lot of scandals. Went through some issues bouncing around from team to team. But nothing is going to prevent me from saying he has been the best running back of the decade. So congratulations, Adrian Peterson. You are on the all-decade team of the 2010s. My other selection goes to LaShawn McCoy. Running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, and currently the Kansas City Chiefs. Six-time Pro Bowler and two All-Pro selections. Now, you could also go with other considerations, possibly with Marshawn Lynch. But I'm giving LaShawn McCoy the edge. I'm giving Shady McCoy the edge. Because 
McCoy was a dual threat running back. He was quick, and he could be used in the passing game as such. He had the speed to work as wide receiver. He was one of those backs you use in both situations. If you give him the open field, he's going to make a few guys miss every time. And so that is why I have to put him here. His extreme talents when he was playing for the Eagles and the Bills cannot be overshadowed or overlooked. He deserves to be here. His, his ability to make guys miss and advance to get an extra couple yards every time is why he's on this list. So congratulations to Sean McCoy. You're on the old decade team of the 2010s. So we got our quarterbacks, we got our running backs, we got our offensive line. Now we can focus on the wide receivers. Who is he going to throw to? Here we go. You've got five options here. You can only take two. Julio Jones, wide receiver Atlanta Falcons, seven-time Pro Bowler, two All-Pro selections of the two, for the 2010s. Michael Thomas, I know it's a stretch to put him on here, but I'm putting him on here. Three-time Pro Bowler with one All-Pro selection. Calvin Johnson, wide receiver Detroit Lions, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro. Antonio Brown, wide receiver Pittsburgh Steelers, Oakland Raiders, and New England Patriots. Seven-time Pro Bowler with four All-Pro selections. And finally, Mike Evans, wide receiver, Tampa Buccaneers, three-time Pro Bowler. I'm first cutting out Mike Evans, and I'm cutting out Michael Thomas. It's too early in their careers to really pinpoint it exactly, so I'm cutting them out. That leaves us with Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson, and Antonio Brown. I'm putting Julio in. Julio has been perfect this entire decade. He's, there's, he's been widely regarded as the best receiver in the NFL. Maybe not now because of Michael Thomas's surge, sur- late surge, but I'm still putting Julio as on this list. Julio has year in and year out always been the trusted target for Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons. Nobody is like him, and he is the only receiver I know who really deserves the contract he has, which pretty much makes him like, one of the highest paid receivers in the NFL. He deserves it. He deserves every cent he's got. So Julio Jones, welcome to the All-Decade team. The final spots between Calvin Johnson and Antonio Brown. Although Calvin Johnson has one less Pro Bowl selection and one less All-Pro selection, I can't see myself giving this to Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown played longer in the league. He's been in the league since 2011. Calvin Johnson's been in the league since 2008, and he retired back in 20, after the 2015 season. Calvin Johnson, from 2010 to 2015, was a better receiver overall than Antonio Brown was the entire decade. I don't care what the stats say. I don't care what the selections say. You look at the two of them, and all I can say is look at the physicality and the records that Calvin Johnson broke compared to Antonio Brown. Calvin Johnson is my last selection at receiver. Calvin Johnson is the only one I can trust to get the ball down the field, get the big plays. I want two strong guys. 
I want one guy that's going to make the plays happen. And I want another guy that I can rely to catch the ball every time. I'm going to take Calvin Johnson. Think about it. If you were old enough to watch Calvin Johnson play, I was a kid watching him. I was a little kid. And I could tell you, he was... He was one of the reasons why I fell in love with the NFL. Why I fell in love with football. Watching the way he would stick by his team, that just seemed like it did nothing for him. Just blew my mind. He set records with the team that couldn't even make the playoffs. I mean, if you think about it, what receiver does that now? There's really not any of them. I got no choice here, guys. Antonio Antonio Brown doesn't compare to Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, welcome to the all-decade team of the 2010s. So we got our receivers. We got our quarterbacks. We got our running back. We got our offensive line. We're down to two more spots, tight end and fullback. So the tight end position, you got three choices. It's not really a competition. Rob Gronkowski, tight end, New England Patriots. Five-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, 2014 Comeback Player of the Year, and he is a three-time Super Bowl champion. Travis Kelsey, tight end, Kansas City Chiefs. Five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Finally, Jimmy Graham, five-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. Tight end for the New Orleans Saints. Green Bay Packers, and Seattle Seahawks. There's no doubt I'm putting Rob Gronkowski here. Gronk just got voted to the all-time team, and he only played about 9-10 seasons in the NFL. If that doesn't tell you enough, then let me explain it. Name another player of his size, of his caliber, that is willingly going to put his body on the line, his physical health on the line, just for his team to win. He put his entire livelihood on the line to help the Patriots win. What tight end does that? There's not many. He laid the work for the tight ends you see now. He laid the work for Travis Kelsey. He laid the work for George Kittle. He laid the work for Eric Ebron. There's a lot of guys out there now that put their body in the line because of the way Gronk played. So there's no doubt in my mind I'm putting Rob Gronkowski as a tight end for the decade. Congratulations, Rob Gronkowski. You're on the all-decade team. Finally, fullback. There's only one fullback in mind. Because really, we don't have a true fullback. You only got a few options here. And I'm going to take the one that's got the Pro Bowl votes to to stick by it. And I'm taking Kyle Juszczyk. I'm probably saying the name wrong. Like, butchering it bad. But Kyle Juszczyk is my vote for fullback of the decade. Again, the fullback position is dying. So I have to pick someone who really got the votes in at that position because he's not only 
as a strong blocker mainly. He's a good blocker, and he deserves to be on this list because that's all fullbacks really do now. They play as a blocker. They don't really run the ball like they used to. They don't get used in receiving situations as much as they used to. It's different now. But yes. Yes. Kyle Juszczyk is the fullback of the decade. So that's going to complete our offense. Once again, your selections. At quarterback, Tom Brady. Your running backs are Adrian Peterson and LaShawn McCoy. Your receivers are Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson. The tight end is Rob Gronkowski. The fullback is Kyle Juszczyk. And the offensive line is Joe Thomas, Tyron Smith, Marshall Yonda, Zach Martin, and Marquise Pouncey. That's the offense. Let's go to the defense now. I have to choose somebody for this defensive line. The defensive line seems easy, but it also seems very difficult. Now, defensive end position, you can go many ways. If you want to include Khalil Mack, go right ahead. I'm not going to. I'm going to save him for the edge position. But I got two guys in mind only for this. J.J. Watt, defensive end, Houston Texans. Five-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro Selection, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, 2012, 2014, and 2015. Despite all the accomplishments he's had on the field, it has been his work off the field that has impressed me the most. Compared to every other player you see on this list that you're going to see, he's the one that's done the most for his community. He shows that he really loves his city and he'll do anything to keep it safe and to make sure that they thrive. He is what it means to be a football player. You're not only supposed to be players who entertain the fans. You're those who support the fans, too. It's no longer about entertaining them. It's more than that. you got to give back. you got to show that you really care about them. It's not just them that care about you. you got to reciprocate that. It's like in life. Think about it. It's like a friendship. You can't expect to have a good friendship if you can't reciprocate what they're doing for you. It's not fair to them. And J.J. Watt knows that. So he does what he can to show his support to the fans. And I absolutely respect him for it. And that's another reason why he's on this list. He's an accomplished player throughout the entire decade. But there is no way I am not putting him on this list. So congratulations, J.J. Watt. You are on the all-decade team of the 2010s. The last spot's a tough one to pick because I had a hard time picking a solid defensive end for here. I'm going with Calais Campbell. Defensive end, Arizona Cardinals, Jacksonville Jaguars. Five-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro selection. It's hard to find a good defensive end these days. Hard to find one that'll stay consistent year in and year out. But Calais Campbell knows what it takes. He's proven it time and time again. As a, as a true driving force and leader on both the Cardinals' defense and now the Jaguars' defense. Him and Ngakwe together are almost unstoppable. And I respect that. And I think Calais Campbell is undoubtedly the, the defensive end of the decade behind J.J. Watt. So, welcome to the All-Decade team. Let's move the defensive tackle down. Defensive tackle, you've got four options, but you can only choose two. 
I made these four options looking into all the history and everything behind it. So, let's look at it very carefully. First, Aaron Donald. Defensive tackle, St. Louis Rams, Los Angeles Rams. Six-time Pro Bowl selection, four-time All-Pro, one-time Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2014, and a two-time Defensive Player of the Year, 2017 and 2018, back-to-back years. Geno Atkins, defensive tackle, Cincinnati Bengals. Eight-time Pro Bowl selection, two-time All-Pro. And Dominican Sue, defensive tackle, Detroit Lions, Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Rams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Five-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, one-time Defensive Rookie of the Year, 2010. And finally, Gerald McCoy. Defensive tackle, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina Panthers. Six-time Pro Bowl selection, one-time All-Pro. I'm knocking out Gerald McCoy, and I'm knocking out Ndamukong Sue. It's only, the only people I could put on this list is Aaron Donald. Of course you guys know why. He's just everything you want in a defensive tackle. There's no doubting it. He's on the team. And I'm taking Geno Atkins as the final one, because... Atkins has had a very underappreciated career to date. People forget about how great Geno Atkins is. In my opinion, he has been the only good part of the Cincinnati Bengals team in the entire decade. Sure, you can name A.J. Green here, but he's always injured. At least I can rely on Geno Atkins to always give me a consistently good performance. And so that's why Geno Atkins is on this list. So congratulations, Geno. You're on the all-decade team. Now, this moves us on to the edge position. We've never done edge defender position in the history of the decade teams. It's the first time, and I know what's happening. So I'm picking two guys. Khalil Mack, edge, Oakland Raiders, Chicago Bears. Now this is where it gets really confusing because I know you guys can consider him a defensive end because of his time in Oakland. But I'm going to stick with him as a edge defender linebacker. Because that's what they use him for. He's a hybrid. They'll use him in edge on the line, and they use him as a linebacker. So that's why he's on the edge position. Klumak has five Pro Bowl selections, has three first-team All-Pro selections, and was voted Defensive Player of the Year in 2016. There was no doubt that this aggressive man, who now leads the Monsters of the Midway, should not be on this list. He should be. He's 100% there. And if he's not, it's a robbery. Finally, Von Miller, edge defender, Denver Broncos. He has eight Pro Bowl selections to his name, three first-team All-Pro selections. He's a Super Bowl champion from Super Bowl 50 when they played the Panthers with Peyton Manning back in 2015 and defensive rookie of the year in 2011. Von Miller also leads statistically the entire decade with the most sacks of the decade. So, Again, add all this up, and there's no way you don't put Von Miller on this list. Congratulations, Von Miller. You are on the old decade team. Now we go to the linebacker position. Only two guys I got ready here to go that could take this on. Luke Keekley, linebacker, Carolina Panthers. Since he came into this league, this kid's been a driving force and tackling machine. Doesn't matter what a player does. 
Second running back gets to second level. He is going to be met by Keekley. And Keekley will not let you get away. If you're throwing a pass on an underneath route, Keekley will pick that off or he will knock the player's lights out. That's who he is. Luke Keekley has seven all pro has seven Pro Bowl selections. Five time all pro selections. Was voted defensive rookie of the year in 2012 and was voted defensive player of the year in 2013. And my other selection is Bobby Wagner, linebacker, Seattle Seahawks. Known as the focal point of and the leader of the Legion of Boom back in 2013, 2014, whatever years it was when they were the most dominant. Bobby Wagner has six Pro Bowl selections, four first-team All-Pro selections, and was a Super Bowl champion in Super Bowl 48 when they took on the Broncos. Bobby Wagner is, once again, the most consistent guy I see on this list. In fact, this season also, he has led the league in tackles. I can't find a way not to put him here, guys. Even as he gets older, he just seems to to get better like a fine wine. It's insane. Bobby Wagner, welcome to the All-Decade team. So there we go. We have our front seven set. Once again, the defensive line is set. It is J.J. Watt, Calais Campbell, Aaron Donald, and Geno Atkins. In the second level, it is Khalil Mack, Von Miller, Luke Keekley, and Bobby Wagner. Which now brings us into the secondary. For the secondary, this may have been the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. In fact, with anything. The cornerbacks, I have four people listed. All of them I can make a case for to be on here. Richard Sherman, cornerback, Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers. Five-time Pro Bowl selection, three-time first-team All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ but with the Seattle Seahawks in Super Bowl 48. Patrick Peterson, cornerback, Arizona Cardinals. Eight-time Pro Bowler, three first-team All-Pro selections. Marcus Peters, cornerback, Kansas City Chiefs. L.A. Rams, Baltimore Ravens. Three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro selection, and was voted Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2015. Finally, Darrell Rivas, cornerback, if I can name them all. New York Jets, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New England Patriots, Kansas City Chiefs. Five-time Pro Bowl selection, three first-team All-Pro selections, and one-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots Super Bowl 49. It's very hard to choose this list, guys. I'm cutting out Marcus Peters first. And I'm giving my first selection to Richard Sherman. Sure, you can make cases on why Sherman should not be here, since his statistics are pretty much almost identical to Darrell Revis throughout the decade. You can make plenty of cases for Darrell Rivas and for Richard Sherman. But I'm giving it to Sherman because no matter what game it gets to, every single year, he is still performing at a high level. Every year. doesn't matter if he goes an entire season without interceptions. Sorry I had to bring that up, Richard. But I'm dead serious. Richard Sherman can play the game better than a lot of corners you see today. And he's into his 30s now. And he's still 
one of the best corners in the game. Richard Sherman, welcome to the All-Decade team. Which now brings us to my most difficult decision yet. Am I putting in Patrick Peterson, or am I putting in Darrell Rivas? And unfortunately, I know Jet fans are going to hate me, and so many analysts and experts are going to hate me. But I'm putting in Patrick Peterson. I'm not letting Darrell Rivas get player of the decade. He's not on the decade team. Sorry. I'm sorry. He can't be put on the decade team. Patrick Peterson has eight Pro Bowl selections to his name. Darrell Rivas has five. They have the same amount of all-pro selections. And Darrell Rivas is a Super Bowl. Great. It's a Super Bowl. What are you supposed to do with it? It's one. One. And you got it as a journeyman free agent. So you expect me to put you on this list because you got it as a journeyman corner? I'm sorry, no. I'm not letting a journeyman corner get on the old decade team because he won one Super Bowl. Patrick Peterson's been consistent every single year. Joel Rivas has not. He's been all over the place this decade. I can't support a guy who's like that. I can't give my support to that person. Those three all-pro selections were pretty much early in his career. I mean, I mean, in like the middle of his career. Not towards the end. I mean, Patrick Peterson has had it every, like, it's, it's unbelievable, man. I can't, you can't expect me to give Darrell Reeves the benefit of the doubt here. I'm giving it to Patrick Peterson. There's no doubt about it. Man coverage, insane. Zone coverage, insane. Doesn't matter where you throw that ball, he's going to find a way to put his hand on it. Patrick Peterson, welcome to the All-Decade team. Which now brings me to the position I dread most to do, the safety position. I have six candidates, and I can only pick two. I put six because I was looking through the records on the all-pro selections list, looking at the statistics of every player, and after looking at all of them, I put these six together as the candidates. Earl Thomas, safety for the Seattle Seahawks and the Baltimore Ravens. Seven all-pro select. Seven Pro Bowl selections, three-time All-Pro selected, and a one-time Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks, Super Bowl 48. You got that. Eric Weddle, six-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Eric Berry, Kansas City Chiefs, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro selections, and was voted 2015 Comeback Player of the Year. Malcolm Jenkins. Safety. New Orleans Saints, Philadelphia Eagles. Three-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl 52 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Devin McCourty. Can't name the teams for you there. I just know the New England Patriots. Two-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champ. Finally, Harrison Smith. Safety, Minnesota Vikings. Five-time Pro Bowl selection, one-time All-Pro. So I'm knocking out Devin McCourty and Malcolm Jenkins. And I'm getting rid of Eric Berry. Whether he had five Pro Pro Bowl selections, he had three All-Pro selections, promised to come back play of the year, okay. Uh, Again, I talk about reliability, consistency, all that. Eric Berry's not playing for a team now. Harrison Smith's been playing his same team for his entire career. They have not even decided to let him go yet because he's been that good. Constantly voted as the top 10 safety in the game every year. 
How can I not turn that down? I mean, how could I turn that down? I'm not putting him on here yet. But here's a, I'm already going to give you a lock. So it's between right now, Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle, and Harrison Smith. So first, I'm going with Earl Thomas. You can pretty much assume why. Welcome to the All-Decade team. Finally, Eric Weddle or Harrison Smith. This is a tough one. It's a tough one. I can make cases for both players. We talk about consistency, someone staying with their team for the long run, someone who was trusted by his team at all times, someone who I can rely on. And in this case, I would point that all to Harrison Smith. But if you want to go by statistics and the selections and the, all that jibber-jabber, I'm going to go with Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle, welcome to the All-Decade team. Doesn't matter what team he goes to, he always finds a way to shut down the deep levels of the field and make big plays. Eric Weddle, welcome. And that's your defense. That's your all-decade defense for the 2010s. J.J. Watt, Calais Campbell, Aaron Donald, Geno Atkins, all on defensive line. In the second level, you have Khalil Mack, Vaughn Miller, Luke Keekley, and Bobby Wagner. In the secondary, you close out with Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson in the cornerback spots, and in the safety spots, Earl Thomas and Eric Weddle. This now brings us to the special teams. There's a lot I can go with here. So let's start with the kickers, the most contested category. Justin Tucker, kicker, Baltimore Ravens. Three-time Pro Bowl selections, three three first-team All-Pro selections, and a one-time Super Bowl champ back at Super Bowl 47 with the Joe Flacco Red Ravens. Matt Prater, if I can name all the teams, I'd try. Two-time Pro Bowler and owns the record for the longest field goal in NFL history, which he made with the Broncos. And finally, Steven Goskowski, kicker of the New England Patriots. Four-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champ. So I'm going with here. I'm getting rid of Matt Prater for sure. I should give this to Goskowski, but I'm not going to. I'm giving this award to Justin Tucker. Someone who's as accurate as him should not be overlooked. Time and time again, he has proven that he is the best kicker in the NFL with the long-distance kicks he can make and the accuracy in which he brings to the table. Justin Tucker, you're a phenomenal player, and I respect you very much. Welcome to the all-time decade team for the 2010s. And I apologize, Stephen Goskowski, in advance. I know all the selections of the Super Bowls you have, but I'm going with Tucker. I'm going with consistency. I want reliability in my kicker to make the kick every time. You don't have that. At the punter spot, between two guys, Johnny Hecker and Pat McAfee. If you didn't notice, PFF put out their votes already for highest grade at every position for the decade. Pat McAfee won by a long shot over Johnny Hecker. But I don't believe in that. I don't believe in PFF. I don't believe in it. I love Pro Football Focus. I love them a lot. And I want to know how they graded it. But I do still believe that the fans don't lie. The fans know what they're talking about. Johnny Hecker is my vote for the 
all-decade team. Four-time Pro Bowl, a four-time first-team All-Pro selection. Those don't lie. Pat McAfee, two-time Pro Bowl, a one-time All-Pro selection. As much as I love Pat McAfee, and he's an inspiration for me as a sportscaster, I can't do it, man. Can't do it. Man, if you, I'll put it this way. Johnny Hecker's still in the league. Pat McAfee's not. Not Nothing against Pat at all. Nothing against him. But the fact is, Johnny Hecker stayed in the league a lot longer, and he's performed a lot better in that time. Pat McAfee left in the prime of his career. So can I say that I could possibly put him on this list? Yes. This can be a case for him, because of PFF, mainly. But I have to stick with Johnny Hecker. He's still in the league now. He's still consistent with the same team. I'm leaving him. Johnny Hecker, welcome to the All-Decade team of the 2010s. And then kick returner, punt returner. This is real easy for me. Kick returner, I'm taking Corderell Patterson. Um, Minnesota Vikings, New England Patriots, Chicago Bears. Three-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. And then Darren Sproles at punt returner for the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles. Three-time Pro Bowl selection, one-time Super Bowl champ with the Eagles. So that concludes it, everybody. That concludes the special teams. Your kicker is Justin Tucker. The punter is Johnny Hecker. The kick returner is Corderell Patterson. The punter is Darren Sproles. So that's the all-decade team. For the all-decade team of 2010s, this was very hard to choose. It took a lot of time to evaluate every player. Personally, outside of this, I spent hours doing the research and writing them all down and trying to differentiate, see who I could give it to based off records broken, all these different factors and performance-wise, and what I would want out of all these players on my team. So, that's the list. If you've got any questions, you can comment on the post I'll be making about this. Once again, thank you for tuning in and listening to this very special episode of the Pigskin Pulpit. I'm your host, the Sideline Statsman. Make sure to check me out on Instagram at the.sideline.statsman and on Twitter at tstatsman. My Twitter, always talking on my Twitter. I recommend you follow that the most because that is where you're going to hear the most out of me. Once again, I'm your host, the Sideline Statsman, and we'll see you next time because I'll be making sure to put out a video for the playoffs as soon as possible. Have a great day, everybody.